In a world with way too many podcasts comes Jeff Talion and this guy, the podcast to end all podcasts. With some pieced together recording equipment, a couple loosely informed topics, and a coin, these three friends set out to forever change the next hour of your life. Jack Talion and this guy is solely for entertainment purposes. Just Eric and Morgan are not professional researchers, investigators, or gynecologists. Not suitable for children. All right, welcome to Jack Talion and this guy. My name is Joseph. I'm Morgan. I'm Eric. And in this corner, weighing 65 metric tons, he's no slouch, but he can crush a couch. Lafitte! And I'm Lafitte. We got a guest. Lafitte. Whoop. Now, Lafitte, I don't know if I'm going to be able to remember that name. Can I just call, can I call you Carol? <laughs> How about you just call me Bo? <laughs> because that makes perfect sense. I'm from yeah. Queens, New York, and you would call me Bo. <laughs> Bo's got kind of a racist connotation to it, doesn't it? Isn't it shortened from boy? One of my old crack dealers said that he could not stand being called Bo by some of his customers. Because it was from, he's like, man, that's from, that's racial, man. That's from like the slave days and stuff. Like is when they really? say, but I think Bo is actually um, what girls used to call their boyfriends. That's my Bo. Oh yeah, yeah that's that's what like it is. E-E-A-U. Where I grew up. Yeah. We're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They use the term Bo like the French word. Yeah. For yeah. a boyfriend, I was confused when I came up here, and people would say, I was like, what? You fucking hitting on me or something? Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I was just confused, period, when I moved down here. So, uh, just fucking go into that. Or you ever hear something like, hey, Boba? I'm like, the fuck are you talking about right now? Before we get too far off the rails, I'll go ahead and explain what we do here for people who haven't listened before. We do a, um, we shoot the shit for a little bit, which we popped off a little early on this week. <laughs> then we'll flip a coin and uh, that determines who does our topic. We talk about that for a little bit and then we uh, wrap this shit up. Word. To your mother. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, thanks for that, Eric. Now we know. Now we got a little direction here. So are we flipping a coin or are we uh, looking to Lafitte? We're not flipping a coin this week. I am a liar. Well, don't we, we could... normally start off with a little story about what's going on with everyone's lives this week? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Thanks for keeping us on track. We just, yeah, we just said that. <laughs> It'll be all right. Don't worry. All More right. people in a room. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> it's getting a little fucking hectic in here. All right. How about we start with somebody? Um, Morgan? Man, I really don't have shit that happened this week. I don't okay, know. Um, we did record. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I do have shit. No, nah, I don't have anything. Um, really? I not that I can think of. You guys go. Come back to me. Okay. It's like ordering at dinner. Pass. We'll take a pass. You guys go first. I'll <laughs> think of something. I want to do the movie thing again. I watched a movie called Synchronic last night. Have y'all heard of that? No. no. Who's in it? The dude that plays Falcon. Oh yeah, yeah. Falcon. Uh, Clint- Anthony Mackie. Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Mackie. Yeah, mm-hmm. from Eight Mile. Clarence with really nice parents. <laughs> <laughs> they went to private school. <laughs> He was in Eight Mile. Yeah, he was the he was the bad guy in Eight Mile. Oh man, like, I saw that movie so long ago. Yep. He was the asshole uh, that Eminem yep, made fun of. Exactly. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was. He man, I <laughs> thought Eminem was gonna have like an acting career after that. That was a good. He did a really. I'm good sure he could have, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot easier to make music, and uh, he's really good at making music. Take pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
in this movie, somebody develops a um, drug that messes with a gland in your brain that supposedly you perceive time through. You basically go back in time when you take this drug, but it's random. You go anywhere back in time. Ooh, like Quantum Leap. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Pakula. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, Ziggy. <laughs> um, and it was it was pretty cool, man. Um, Anthony Mackie's counterpart, I can't think of his name, but he's he's an actor I've seen in some other stuff. He was in a, a series where he played a serial killer, and I can't think of the name of that right now either. But they had like a good dynamic, and there's kind of relationship stuff going on, and one guy's like got cancer and is dying from it. So there's all these layers to it. You know, it's kind of an introspective film. It's a cool time travel film too. Nice. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Synchronic. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Shit, that actually sounds pretty interesting. All right. So I started a new job three weeks ago. Tell us about it last, last time you were time here. Last time I was on the show. Yeah. I was uh, excited. <laughs> yes, and, you were. And uh, I feel very <laughs> different about that now. Okay, so I won't get into specifics just because I still uh, work at the current location. In the three weeks I've been there, I've seen nothing but chaos. Wow. And it's crazy. Like I was saying before, you would think people with a large amount of money and that have so much of an impact in the city of Columbia, yeah. nonetheless, run things smoother. I won't mention the owner's name because that mm -hmm. totally gives it away. But which uh, dealership is it? The Buick? Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, they threw me a lot of money to go there. So I didn't think I'd go there and everything would be running smoothly. When you go there and just see uh, some of the chaos that goes on on a daily basis, you just wonder to yourself. And it's more than your department. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I can, I can handle this. This is all right. When I, when I started at Jones, it was the same thing. Just chaos. And I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of odd. Like, why would you let things run like this? And <laughs> I, I think, like, to me, uh, my problem is I believe that, like, certain things are common sense. And oh, it's like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And uh, yep. It's weird because I kind of go back to what I learned about like having resentments with people and be like, why is this guy so fucking stupid? You ever think? And, and then I'm like, it's I have like a customer who comes I in. Mean. Yeah. I have a, yeah. <laughs> but uh, in order not to have a resentment towards that person, I have to kind of look at it another way and be like, well, maybe he doesn't have an education or maybe he wasn't offered the same opportunities that oh, I was. Nice. Yeah. That's how I look at that. So I don't get angry at that person, you know, like. Real people don't fucking know what bumper-to-bumper -bumper warranty means. I mean, you, you explain that to someone, and they're like, bumper-to-bumper, -bumper, well, front-to-back, everything inside the fucking car is covered. Yeah. yeah. And then I just look at them with this face that I have now. <laughs> explain your face. Mm -hmm. Lafitte's skin tone is slightly bronzed. His jawline is sharp and crisp, as if cut from granite stone. He has a bewildered look on his face as if he's confused from all the stupidity that surrounds him. But the most amazing feature about Lafitte is his eyes. They gently whisper about hope. We may be in a bad situation now, my brothers, but we will rise as if a phoenix from the ashes of your mistakes and come to a greatness you have never known. <laughs> you know and it's just like okay so i have to look at it from their point of view but when it comes to like the actual like management 
you guys are committing serious, serious fraud. Oh, shit. Like, I can't even tell you. Like, they're oh, just... Drop the oh, drop the F-bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, they're, they're just not doing paperwork well. Now, do they have an owner that you have strong feelings about that you wanted to mention by name? <laughs> Legally, I cannot comment on that. Maybe in a later podcast, I will, but... So... Just asking. <laughs> You're never going to work in this town again. No, I know, right? You'll never work in this town again, boy. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's crazy because uh, the reason I went there was to work with this specific service manager because I'm like, okay, at least I know if I have one person that I feel has a, a grasp on the situation that I could help him clear all this stuff up, I'll was, be fine. Was this the guy that actually did the hiring of yes, you? Yes, He hired you. Yep, yeah. The hiring of you. Yeah. Listen to Shakespeare over here. Exactly. I bite my thumb at you, good sir. <laughs> so last Friday, he takes me out to lunch, and uh, he's like, hey, I got to talk to you. And I'm like, okay. And uh, he's like, I just put in my two weeks notice. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is like a fucking sick joke, right? And he's like, no, no, I'm serious. And then uh, he's like, I quit because of you. And I'm like, what? He's like, I quit because... I saw how you handle things and how you stick to a certain set of principles in your life. And I saw myself as someone who lost myself until I saw you and the way you handle certain situations. Wow. And oh, look wow. at you being the light. I'm just like... Fucking Jesus. Ast- I, mean. I know, fucking astonished. Because you feel like, dude, I'm just... It's me. I'm just well, doing what it I do. Is, it is. Yeah. But it is. But it's it's also... I'm not going to let anyone treat me like shit. Yeah. Dude, I've been through so much worse. Everyone in this room has been through a lot of bad shit in <laughs> no life. Shit, yeah. Mm. So I'm not going to let you treat me like garbage. This yeah. is what my schedule is. This is what we agreed upon. And that's it. Yeah. So he saw that. And that's what he said to me. He's like, dude, I've been letting these guys just take advantage of me for the past three years. And I'm done with it. Wow. And he's like, wow. I think God put you in my life in order for me to see that. Oh, oh shit! And he's like, "Thank you." And I'm like, "Uh, that's cool and all, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a salad." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, "So what happens now?" And he's like, "When you go back to work, they're gonna offer you the job." Oh shit! And I'm like, "I don't want that fucking job. I don't want to be a slave to some corporation." And so I went back to work. They offered it to me, and I turned it down completely. Wow. Yeah, and I could tell you it was an extra fifty thousand dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, I'm not interested because I'm gonna have to invest all my time into this place and nothing else. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, that extra fifty grand I'm gonna get, it's not gonna go anywhere. It's just gonna go into an account, and I'm never gonna use it. Yeah, that's right. That's why we work so we can enjoy not working. They're giving you that money to abuse you. Basically, that's exactly what it is. No, and it's a. I said, look, you want me to do some extra things around here to help you out in the transition? I have no problem doing that. My my strength is the fact that I know their warranty inside and out. GM, yeah, right. You know? Oh, yeah. So that's some of the things that I'm, I'm pointing out now and stuff. <laughs> and uh, just like this place is in bad shape. And they're like, we know. It's scary when you have, you know, three people in a room looking at you like you're the savior. And you're like, I'm not the fucking savior, dude. Like, I'm far from the savior. I can help, but, like, I'm not going to sell you on this pipe dream that I'm going to fix this place Yeah, like that, you wow. know? So it's it's a lot of, like, pressure and shit, and I'm like, 
fuck, I've lost sleep over it. Dude, Monday I was ready to walk out. I walk in, our whole computer system just went down completely. That's Can't even funny. write up a customer. And then I'm sitting there and I'm God. like, this is my future right now that I just signed into. <laughs> well, what's nuts is that hurts the corporation so bad to be ran like that. How much more money could they make if it was being done efficiently? That's what they want from me, you yeah. know? And I'm like, I can't do that on my own because I know what my skills are. And yeah, I walk in Monday and we had to cancel every appointment. Oh God. And I pull this guy to the side and I'm just like, everything in my body right now is telling me to walk away from this job and go home unemployed. And I'm okay with that. I do smart things with my money and yeah. I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. So this all happened within like the past three weeks. I could tell. I could tell you. I, I drove to Hilton Head yesterday, right, to go see Jim, Casey, and them. Oh, cool! Hell and, yeah. and the whole drive there, I'm like in my head thinking about ways I'm gonna fix this, fix that. I haven't had a job consume like my thoughts in a long oh, time and shit. stuff. So I'm yeah. like, fuck it. I'm like all of us. Like we all have principles in life. You know, you're only willing to go so far for something, yeah. and you're like, hey, I got to draw a line here. Three of us don't include me. <laughs> <laughs> I quit living by principles. So, you know, <laughs> I do work with good people. I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying the way things are run is is not good right now. Yeah, it's it's scary. I can honestly tell you that it's it's scary because when when everyone's looking at you to do something like that, you're like, holy fuck, man! If I fail, <laughs> you know, you know. Generally, when someone comes into a system from the outside, an agent of change, there's a science behind this. No. <laughs> yes, Morgan. Now it's time for Science Guy. All systems fight for homeostasis. They fight for things to be the way they are. Systems in um, society, uh, systems in our bodies and our cells, they all fight for homeostasis. So when somebody comes in to change stuff, you get pushback. People don't want to change. Change is scary. Yep. There's yeah, a lot of pressure that goes along with that. 100%. My job was supposed to be just to train the service writers, and that's it. And I'm like, you got to write this here. You got to do this. You got to do that. And then I keep finding myself having to go back and look through their repair order. And I'm like, didn't I just tell you to write that? Oh, I've been doing the same thing for like seven years. And I'm like, well, you can't do that anymore. This is a legally binding contract between you and a customer. Listen, Fred, just do it differently or I'm going to beat you within an inch of your life. I've got the, I've got the skill set. Yeah. You know, let's just not make this a thing, dude. I want you to live. I think your family wants you to live as well. You know, I think you're a good guy, but you need to do things a certain way, you know? Just go so, bat, yeah. Total Batman on him. Yeah. yeah just Cripple his arm. Uh, I'm not yeah. going to kill you, but I will maim you. <laughs> I was about to say, the newer Batman, because uh, that trailer, he beats the living shit out of that. Have you seen the newer Batman trailer? I haven't seen it in a oh couple my weeks. God. Not the newest one. Is the, there a new one? No, no, the one that... Yeah, no, it's been... Just that one alone. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they turned that Twilight guy into fucking badass is, Batman. Yeah. Oh, is that the one with the Nirvana song playing? Yeah. Yes. Real oh, man, that trailer is badass, dude. Yeah. The he way they played that, that song... Yeah. Everything about that trailer, I was like, wow. I yeah. don't know what's up with the eye makeup either, but I was digging it. I guess to make it black around where his mask is. Yeah. But you yeah. know that scene where like it's running down like he's a woman crying in the bathroom? <laughs> 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 
I got like it. I've had that experience before, but <laughs> I listened to y'all's episode when I wasn't here, so I kicked my masculinity up about. <laughs> oh my god! I Thank forgot you. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Women need to clean the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said you used to do dishes at a restaurant, right? Oh god, I got fired in <laughs> four no, days. They hired him to yeah. do dishes, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how to do this. What's going on here? I ain't got no fucking tits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? And that is Jacktalion13 at gmail.com. <laughs> Keep them coming. Oh, God. So, uh, in, in the end, to end uh, that whole conversation, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to do everything I can to change what I have to change. My principles are going to stay the same way they are. The only persons whose lives I've changed. It was not for the positive. <laughs> when they sit me down for a meal and say, you've changed my life, it's not a good thing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you've changed my life in these ways. Well, yeah, yeah. You have to leave immediately. <laughs> I'm not buying your meal. What's been going on with you, Eric? I did the movie thing. That was it? I yeah. Okay. Okay, I, I did the movie thing. Yeah. I'm not saying there wasn't enough. I will say, I did watch Mortal Kombat, and we kind of talked about mm-hmm. it before the show. There were parts I liked. It was better than the first one, but it was still corny in places, for sure. It seems like a terrible idea for a movie. The game itself does not seem like it would lend itself to a good movie. They attempted to put some storylines in there, but it was was a little rough. Yeah. I I did like when they froze home dude's arms off. Yes, no. yes. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't watched the new one, but I watched the first one and I saw to me it was like the first version of Justice League where they just bring everybody mm-hmm. in real quick and there's a tournament, hey, let's all fight with very little storyline to them. I think Mortal Kombat could take a note from the comic book movie universes or whatever and have a Liu Kang thing or a Johnny Cage okay. thing and then eventually so build the character yeah, build arc the, that's what you're talking right, about yeah, yeah I think they could do that yeah, because there's like enough a movie there's I'm enough enjoying. in the video games that I remember from Johnny that, yeah. Johnny Cage being like a broke down actor you know yeah, and, exactly and that's he's looking for the opportunity to become famous right and, and all tournaments that. his way and, yeah yeah they made it a little different on this one not only that these movies are very hard to follow up when you have Marvel yeah. I'm gonna be dead on preach <laughs> yeah it's like you have to follow up fucking Thor. I'm even watching Winter Soldier or Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> I forget. There's two of them there. No, I'm watching. Racist. <laughs> I knew Anthony Mackie before. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm watching this show and I'm thinking and like now I'm thinking back like how much of this was thought about when they did the Winter Soldier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And how yeah. much of Winter Soldier was thought about when they did the first Captain America? And how it's much insane. is leading up to this? And what is this leading up to? Because you know it's leading oh. up to some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, did you see the last episode? Yeah, of course. Oh, Come yeah. on. We watched that. Yeah. Dude, when I texted you, we were watching it. Again, to have to follow that up, whoever's writing those fucking movies, like. And Eric brought that up the other week. Bravo. We were talking about the Godzilla movies, and Eric brought up how. Um, you know, Marvel just had everything kind of fall into their laps or they just did it 100% correct from the casting to the writing to the um, order of production. Everything went 
just perfectly, you know. Is but I do like DC's plan now. Mm-hmm. They make a movie and it sucks, and then they just redo <laughs> it immediately, <laughs> you know, and add two hours, two and a half hours of footage to it, and just kill it. They they did awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, yeah it was yeah, bad, yeah. fucking amazing, so bad. Then, at the end, when he's like, "I will fucking kill you, yeah, dude." <laughs> I mean, just the Joker alone sitting there, yeah, looking like he did. You're like, "What is going on here right yeah. now?" And you just question, like, how could the first one be so bad? It was so. That bad was the most disappointing to part to me. The very end, knowing that we probably will never see the world that he had in mind. Well, that's what they're kind of pushing for right now, too. The Snyderverse, yeah. basically, they're calling yeah. it or whatever. Oh, but it's like, nice. yeah. Because he had some plans, yeah, He had man. some really big plans. I mean, just seeing Darkseid alone in that, you're like, wait a minute. I know. It was kind of like when Thanos was looking through in Avengers, yep. you know, through the wormhole and shit. Um, hey, Joseph. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> shit, we... Sorry, man. Lost you in all that nerd talk. We're nerding out over yeah. here. How was your week, Joseph? Not, not much happened. <laughs> I watched a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not much happened. Mm. I did have. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just listening to y'all, but I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, really. Because oh. I haven't. I don't really watch a lot of movies lately. All right. You did see that Bob Odenkirk movie that we just talked yeah, about. Wait a minute. How was that? that? Is that the one where he's nobody. like a badass in that? What the fuck are you talking about? Nobody. nobody. Oh, nobody. Yeah. How was yeah, that? Yeah. That. Eh, it was all right. It was kind of. It's kind of weird. Saul like the, as like, like a badass on a big screen. The action was cool. You I went kept, to the movie theater to see it. Yeah, I kept getting hung up on um, some of the stuff because I couldn't get a gauge on whether this was supposed to be like a serious, like horrifying type violence movie or if it was supposed to be humor, you okay. know? You have a hard time mixing those like serious and humor I just want it to be one way or the other, you yeah. know? I don't uh, like, like I didn't watch like uh, Platoon and then think it was funny, you know? <laughs> But some people watch like Pulp Fiction. Thought Pulp Fiction was funny. I didn't think the movie was funny. <laughs> there were was tragic, there definitely funny, funny parts, parts yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. The that movie, Royale with cheese. That movie was fucking <laughs> tragic, up dude. His ass. Like, dude, like one dude gets raped. Um, like people are overdosing on drugs. A bunch of people get murdered. That's a really serious movie. Yeah, and there's funny parts. <laughs> oh, and I did the same thing when I was watching Nobody. These dudes are getting fucking crippled. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, <laughs> calm the fuck down. I mean, it's, the, the guys, are, they're being assholes, but is it necessary to fucking hospitalize them? Destroy their whole Got family? family to feed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, they might have people who are depending on them bringing home food and money Jesus. or at least coming home tonight. I never thought like that until you explained <laughs> that to me. And now every time I'm watching a movie with Batman, just blow up cars for the fun of it. I'm like, what the fuck, Batman? <laughs> Intimidate mode, so you blow up somebody's <laughs> Lexus. What the fuck? I'd be fucking pissed if he blew up my bike. Or just my truck. to intimidate some criminals That's that he could shit. just go beat the shit out of. Don't now destroy my property. That's the shit that the was to me. The first movie I remember bringing up stuff like that was The Incredibles. You know, they destroyed a bunch of stuff, and he uh, saved that guy's life that was trying to kill himself. Right, and then the guy sued. Oh, yeah, that was part of the storyline of yeah, The Incredibles. Yeah, he sued The Incredibles. He's like, I was trying to kill myself, and he kept me alive, and whatever, you know. And um, So oh, shit, that's I've where... I've never seen that. You've never seen no, it? No, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. Incredibles is a great movie. Um, so they put that in the Marvel... Marvel? Marvel. In the Marvel universe. And right. I didn't like that, because 
Tony with just kind of Civil War. Tony mm-hmm. kind of caved to that lady, and I get her son died, and it's sad. But they saved. The, would you rather them have not showed up? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I didn't like that they showed it way more negative than positive. Like they were bad guys, and it's like they were <laughs> saving the fucking world from a evil robot that's, that they created. That's but what come the fuck on, that's happen. fair, right? Mm-hmm. We all create evil robots sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk. That's what yeah. happens when you create <laughs> monsters. Well, that's what... And also on Elon. Spider-Man Homecoming, you know, um, yeah, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton's character was pissed off because Tony Stark... Well, the Avengers made this big mess in New York, and now Tony Stark's getting paid to fucking clean it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. That's how real life is. Think about all those scenarios. That's why they're putting it in. My son died. We just saved the fucking world, lady. Yeah. I'm sorry about your 18-year-old journalist son. Fuck that right. guy. I think we all are happy that the world is still moving. <laughs> You're alive, though, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Just, just wanted to be sure. You know. It's, that's exactly what everything is right now. Like Everyone's either offended or mad about something and this and that and... <laughs> Vent it out to me at my fucking job. Or oh, we can vent it on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Joseph and I like to bicker to get rid of our frustration. <laughs> like a couple of old ladies. Yeah, like a couple of old fucking hens. Morgan changes the subject in three, two, one. So uh, Nathan and Landon had first communion this weekend. How was that? I saw your freak out pictures. pictures. Did you see yeah, the pictures yeah. of Landon? Could you yeah, see him? Like yeah. kind of, yeah, Landon, I could tell because he was getting quiet and he was staying in his seat. You know, in Catholic churches, you sit down, you stand up, you kneel, you stand, you sit, you kneel and stand mm-hmm. again. Landon just stayed sitting. And so for some reason or another, his mom was sitting by him. And I was like, hey, why don't you switch with me and let me sit by the kids? And I'd talk to him and I was trying to get him to stand up at parts and kneel when he was supposed to and he wouldn't do it. For those of you that don't know, Landon's got a little bit of autism. He's on the spectrum, and it definitely showed because when it came time, him and Nathan were the only, we were the only family that had two people receiving First Communion. So Nathan gets up, and he walks out, and he's like, okay, I need to stand right here. And he's looking over in one of the pictures, too. You can see him like looking like, okay, this isn't going to happen with Landon. <laughs> but uh, Nathan's standing there and doing what he's supposed to do, and... Landon's like turning the other way. He's fighting to turn. The lady's like reaching in. She's like, come on, you got to go. Hey, hey, you got to go. And I just was like, hey, leave him. She said, okay. But Landon stayed freaking out and he wanted to go home with his mom afterwards. And I talked to him a little bit and he ended up saying that, you know, I asked him if it was because everybody was watching and he was like, yeah, everybody's like looking. That's always been Landon. You know, that's his thing. He he does all this crazy stuff, and he's, like, really energetic And uh, until he knows people are watching. And then it, boom, shut down and freak out, which he wasn't screaming. Had I pushed him out into the aisle, oh my he God. would have been screaming. Yeah. Had I been like, yeah. no, you got to do this. But I'll be honest. <laughs> I was, I think because it was kind of embarrassing, I was mad. Told him I was disappointed in him, and then I apologized for it. Um, and he ended up being like, yeah, I'll stay with you. One of the ladies ended up coming up to me and being like, hey, he can do it anytime. He doesn't need to do it now. Whatever. And that made me feel better. Yeah. You know. Anyways, First Communion. Yay. <laughs> Dude, when we, were, um, when we shot that commercial, that'll be released um, next. Yeah. 
for the show that your kids were a part of. I asked Landon, or you asked Landon, if he wanted to be a part of it. And oh, he yeah. said no. He was in that corner where the chair and the mic was. Right. I don't know if you heard him. I could hear him because he's being kind of quiet. He goes, I'm going to do my own pat- podcast, and y'all can't listen because oh. it's for adults. <laughs> oh, my God. This shit was hilarious, dude. I love that your kids were a part of that, man. That gives you, like, the Dad of the Year award, in my opinion. Oh, shit. If you I hear was that, a kid, Joseph? I would have loved that. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I get a mug. <laughs> I a bug that says Father of the Year. You should ask your older son if he wants to come on sometime. That'd be might fun. be fun, yeah. or it might ruin your safe space. <laughs> Maybe, oh uh, yeah. I don't know if he'd want to. <laughs> he uh he went out with his friends uh, last night. While I was at a meeting. He called me. He's just calling to tell me that he's gonna go out with his friends. Shit. And like four of his friends, you know, all teenage boys. Just went out on a Saturday night. Put down the Xbox controller. I know. You were I was like, like the happiest dad yeah. ever. <laughs> I was so happy about it, you know? And then he called me. He was like, I'm going to stay night at my friend's house. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Too drunk to come home. <laughs> I didn't ask, man. Nice. Dude, you, know? you would probably get him like a gift if he went out and vandalized a building. <laughs> That was like, a great job. Yeah. yeah. No, awesome. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I can't uh, do that. I, I just want them to go out and have adventures because that's, yeah. I mean, that's what we do as men. Right. Like when we're trying to become men, we go and we push the limits. You know, we do reckless, dangerous shit. Oh. And that's like a thing that's like highly discouraged in today's current, shit. today's yeah. culture <laughs> is like, risk taking. When I was a teenager, I had an easy bake oven and I cooked it not following directions, right? I'm sorry, you had an easy bake oven? <laughs> I'm joking. I was raised by a female with no males in the house. <laughs> so when y'all were having that episode, when oh you were on God, last, yeah. I was like... Shit, I have nothing I, to contribute to this. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm not there, they just take this in a totally different direction. <laughs> but no, I never had an easy bake oven. I was just being stupid. I lo- I, I'm looking at him, I'm like, is he going to say he's cooking meth in that? Yeah. No. Like, yeah. If he's saying that, I was like, I'm all for it. You know, okay? I, looked, I, was like, <laughs> I looked at Lafitte, and he was kind of confused. Like, where are you, where are you going with this, man? What are you doing, man? I don't understand. Oh, but just think about it in this sense, exactly what he was saying. When we were younger, it's like you went out and did some just fucking yeah, random mm-hmm. shit. When I walked in here, I didn't know either to shake his hand or fist bump him because of times now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Think about that. You, yeah, got, you, you don't even know if you could shake anyone's hand anymore right now. Yeah. That's how much different life is right now than we were kids. Like, you wouldn't even fucking wash your fucking hands. And you're like eight. You're like, oh, let me touch this, that, and that, and that. And, now I'm going to grab my face. And... Okay, Lafitte did not have a Japanese grandmother. <laughs> I totally washed my hands yeah. every time I came in the house. I don't wash dishes and I don't wash hands. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for me to wash hands, too. Oh, that's, that's never been a practice of mine. That's... I wash them in my urine stream sometimes. <laughs> all that, get all that gunk out of my fingernails. That old antibacterial. Yeah. Well, Lafitte, you came, you came over to my house and you stayed with me last summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do wash dishes, I've seen. It. Yeah. You actually yeah. will eat and immediately wash your dishes yeah. so that you, you don't have to fuck with it later. Exactly. That's now, it. he won't wash any other dishes, no. but he will definitely <laughs> wash the ones exactly. he used. Well, Morgan ate off that one, so that motherfucker can go wash that shit. But I'll tell you what, I'm cleaning that fork I used. <laughs> Matter of fact, this plate's in the way. I'm just going to throw, <laughs> gonna throw it in the trash. It. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. By the way, Morgan, oh, mom still have those cupcakes in the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right. He, like, ate, he ate the last one, last one of my mom's cupcakes while I was in bed. I think I texted you the next morning on yeah. my way to work. You're like, I'm sorry, I'm man. I'm really sorry. I had a weak moment. <laughs> and it was two in the morning. Are her cupcakes fucking, as good as her cookies? Dude, dude, those fucking cupcakes. Those are the... They had like pineapples. They were the what best the fucking fuck? carrot cake cupcakes. Yeah, that's ever insane. Ever. Wow. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. And, and here I am, a guy who doesn't eat a lot of stuff like that. And I'm just like, you ate a bunch of it though. Like she had two trays. Yeah, she had two <laughs> trays of cupcakes. And he's like, go ahead, eat them. I was like, no, I don't eat that stuff. And then that wasn't like he just ate the last one and texted me the next day. But there were a couple of other nights where he'd text me at like. You know, eleven thirty or something. Be like, hey man, you care if I get one of those cupcakes? <laughs> <laughs> the polite way to do things. Well, damn, that was enough catching up. Is that our show? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. So right, we're gonna do like non coin flip, coin flip, and then come back with a topic. I'm saying we take a break. Is that a good idea? Let's do it. Okay. Well, let's take All a break. Right. This Sunday night on pay per view. Oh my god! Oh my god! He wins! He wins! No daddy's got the bell! The tension has been building for months. So, Hispanic Titanic, are you nervous about getting in the steel cage with Mo Daddy Dalla? Nervous? Nah, you should be nervous for asking me such a stupid question. His mom should be nervous for the coma I'm gonna put him in. The crowd should be nervous all the blood that's gonna splatter on their clothes. I'm not nervous. I don't know how to be nervous. I'm not some bitch-ass pussy that shakes in their wrestling boots. No, sir, you are not. But we've all seen the devastation he causes in the ring. Oh, you're gonna see the devastation I cause outside the ring if you talk to me like that again. For the first time in decades, a no-holds-barred match. Last man standing. Who? Man, this motherfucker must have just come out the minor leagues. Hey, hey, you with the big dogs now. You better do more than bark, motherfucker. Mo Daddy Dollar. I got more money than Vince McMahon. Fact, that dude's my biggest fan. I got $100 bills falling out my butt crack. I ain't nothing to be fucking snuffed at. Hispanic Titanic. Fuck that crackhead and his corny little raps. I'm gonna shove that microphone up his ass and see what he wants to rap about then. The pay-per-view event of the century. Pre-order now at Elon is asking for moneyagain.com. Okay, and we're back. Hey. And we're gonna have uh, Lafitte. Lafitte. Heat case Lafitte. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Lafitte, you got a heat case online too. Should we all should we all come up with uh wrestler names for this before we get started? Oh god. No? No, no. let's not do that. No. Okay. Yeah, I immediately started trying to think of something. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe by the end we'll come up with something. Okay, there you go. There's but uh, Lafitte's coming up coming in here and he brought a topic with him and we're going to Listen politely. Ooh. All right. So I am a huge wrestling fan. The reason I started watching professional wrestling is I had three older sisters and a bunch of my cousins used to live like a couple blocks away from us. And I think the first thing they made me watch was WrestleMania six. And it was Holy Hulk shit. Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. So oh it was my like God. the most epic showdown of like all time <laughs> at this point. And this is like 1990, I think. I thought it was the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah. You know, the Ultimate Warrior comes out with all the face paint and shit, and Hulk Hogan's like 
fucking Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I mean, hey, brother. Exactly. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers. And- <laughs> <laughs> All that 27 inch pythons. Exactly. I mean, come on, dude. To me, I was like, this is so much fun. Again, my dad's Mexican. So I went to Mexico like maybe like six, seven months later. And I oh, actually shit. talked about that in the last podcast, yeah, you yeah. know? And uh, I w- we went and they got the fucking masks and all this oh, shit. shit. And I, just yeah. thought about, I just thought it was the coolest thing. And growing up, that's what I wanted. That's why I do jujitsu. Oh. Because I wanted to be a professional wrestler, but I'm five foot fucking six. It wasn't going to happen. Oh. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Ray Mysterio? How tall yeah, is Ray Mysterio? Yeah, but yeah. Well, that was already, I was already in my late 20s at that point. Okay. I'm like, okay, right. well, I guess I ruined this one. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could have done it. You know, who the fuck knows? I remember watching that and like the theatrics and everything of it. And I was just enamored with it. Yeah. And uh, me and my brother, our favorite wrestler. And it wasn't at that point. It was like until I got older. But Bret Hart was my favorite wrestler. Wow. Everything the guy did. Told the story, and he was always the good guy. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so they used to do these interviews with him. And uh, no, 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 that's not his story. I'm thinking of someone else's. So he grew up. <laughs> I'm thinking of Mick Foley. That's oh, what I'm thinking okay. Of. Mick okay. Foley tells the same story every time. And he talks about, he's from Long Island. That's where I'm from. And uh, he talks about how when they used to play Cowboys and Indians, he was always the Indian because he always wanted to be the good guy and shit. i love that yeah it's it's fucking hilarious i used to have this uh these two neighbors that were around my age and they would make me watch wrestling i haven't thought about this in years and i'd be like who wants to play house (laughs) oh yes eric got bullied as a child I grew, you know, growing up with a mom, like I was, I just picked up on mom things because yeah. it wasn't like a dad around. And thinking back now, like with this conversation, they were probably like, how the fuck are we hanging out with this guy? <laughs> but yeah, I, Shit, I saw yeah. some of that old stuff, man. I had a, my brother's three years younger than me. So all we would do is practice wrestling moves on each other and shit and yeah. get in trouble in the house for fighting and the sharpshooter. Yeah, oh guys. my god! My brother would make up moves. <laughs> he'd make them up, and then he'd come. Like, Let me try this one on you. Like, you heard of the figure four? And I swear to fucking god, this is the zap four. And I'm like, okay, let's try it out. I'm like, oh, that fucking hurts. I don't like that. And, you broke and my neck. Yeah, and we'd, we'd practice all these moves on each other, and then it'd be the you, you know you know the meme when you're just like, shh, don't say nothing. Mom's coming. <laughs> Could you just beat the yeah. shit out of him? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how many moments there were like that. My brother would be like, oh. You know, I, um, I, so the figure four, uh, speaking of that, was one of the ones that my brothers first put on me. And I, I guess we were doing them wrong. We were being little bitches to each other yeah. because it didn't hurt. And then when I got in high school and started watching wrestling again, somebody put me in a Boston Crab. And like Boston, when you look at a Boston Crab, it, it's like, eh, that doesn't look bad. He's just bending back two legs. No, I man. Definitely. It was like ripping my abdomen. It yeah. was fucking and painful. And also your lower spine. And it was mm-hmm. instantly, mm-hmm. instantly. I yeah. definitely know what that move is, and I've seen it hundreds of times. <laughs> that shit hurt. <laughs> Rock, can I say <laughs> We used to beat the shit out of my friend's little brothers all the time, and we'd put them in all these wrestling moves, and that's how I'd work on my wrestling moves. And like, uh, I'd put them in the walls of Jericho and all oh, this shit. shit. Yeah. And I'll tell you a quick fucked up story. All right. I lived in the hood basically, so it's fucking. I'd walk around, and uh, I don't look super Hispanic, but I am. 
use, guys. Look over there. It's Super Hispanic Man from Queens. But when I'd go through the neighborhood, they'd be like, hey, white boy. And I'd be like, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not fucking white. Like, I'm fucking Mexican. And they're like, no, the fuck you're not. Shut up, white boy. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, what do you I go say to, to that? Yeah, exactly. Nah, Am I supposed to pull out some fucking type of ID to prove it or something? No. You just start wearing like a sombrero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See? I got the sombrero on today. It's got tortilla chips yeah. in it. Chinga tu madre. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> Start talking with an accent or some shit. So, uh, hey, I, I, man. I, oh, God. What are we doing? Sorry. <laughs> this is awful. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, I'm walking down the block, and uh, my buddy, it's it's funny. He's just about as tall as I am, 5'6", wants to be a pro wrestler, same shit. We used to do all the backyard wrestling stuff. He's beating up on this little kid, and I'm like, man, leave this fucking little kid alone. Yeah. He ain't done shit. Little kid turns around spits in my face <laughs> nice now Shit. i was like fuck this little kid <laughs> so i kick him in the stomach and and literally i'm, I'm not even joking you this kid's probably like fucking 12 years old and i'm like 17. <laughs> right kick him in the stomach and i look to my left and there is a fucking old refrigerator just laying on the side you know long ways right yeah. pick him up and i hit the razor's edge on him oh, on God. the fridge <laughs> not joking with you you can tell by my face give me, I'm, this give me a, a description of that of the sound of the the, oh, razor's, the razor's edge. edge so you lift him up so his back's on my back i lift him up by his arms and then just drop him forward Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's like a I form did. of suplex, right? That's like. Uh, a... No, it's just like a full drop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so he's dropping from like five or six yep, feet. In and the air. he's landing back, back down on the fucking fridge, hitting his head, everything. And I'm just oh, like, God, fuck you, you little fucker. <laughs> did you train Batman? <laughs> and, and I'm just like, next time you won't spit in my fucking face. Yeah. Probably so, not. so. This, this is not the end of the story. <laughs> okay. That wasn't enough? No, it wasn't. So maybe like 20 minutes later, this big old black lady with a machete is walking down the block. What the fuck? And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, who the fuck is Lafitte? And I'm like, <laughs> that guy. I'm like, that is me. Why? She's like, did you beat the shit out of my son? This, that starts going off all this shit. I go, yeah. And I said, you want to know why? I said, because I tried to help him because my bitch ass friend was beating him up and your son spit in my face. You do whatever you got to do. She turns around. All you hear is. <laughs> she starts beating the shit out of her kid in front of me. And Chops I'm just him like, up with yeah, a machete. She just fucking whoops his ass like Damn. and i'm just like okay i'm gonna go back to doing what i'm doing she's like i'm so sorry he spit in your face and i'm like look i'm just sorry this whole fucking thing happened i mean i don't know what the fuck goes yeah. on at your house but you just came outside of your house with a machete to fucking come attack me <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you realize the significance of what happened well, here today it's so difficult to get a gun in new yeah, york yeah exactly right <laughs> so yeah wrestling was like the, the center of, like, everything I did when I was younger and stuff nice. like that, you know? Hell and, yeah. and uh Bret Hart was one of my favorite people. Again, one of the top guys. I think uh, he was one of the guys that 
basically came from a family of like I don't know. They were like the the fucking wrestling royalty yeah, of Canada. Exactly. You know, Stu Hart was the father. Right. We're trying to see how many brothers oh, yeah. he had. Yeah, they were okay. like a wrestling family. So yeah, yeah. Bret Hart was Canadian. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah, Calgary, Alberta, familiar. Canada. I'm not familiar with Bret Hart. Dude, funny, funny note here. His middle name's Sergeant. <laughs> you knew he was gonna it's be real, a badass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, 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 fuck, it's hilarious because uh, yeah, born in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, in 1957. That it's funny because uh, he was the guy who took over after that whole Hulk Hogan era ended. He had such a big influence on everything. Great storyteller, and you would believe that this guy was getting hurt in the ring. And his big claim to fame is not once did he ever hurt anyone while he was wrestling. Yeah. He's like the only wrestler. The only wrestler, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I just watched a podcast because I knew we were going to do this. Yeah. So he did a podcast with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, and badass. Yeah, exactly. So I watched that one, and I listened to it, and he's talking to Stone Cold, and Stone Cold is telling him, if it wasn't for you, there would be no Stone Cold Steve Austin. Shit. Wow. And oh, just think man, about that. The sad part is his career ended by getting hurt by someone else. Bill Goldberg sidekicked him to the head the wrong way. He had a concussion. No shit. Is yeah. there a right that. way to sidekick yeah. someone to the head? Well, in wrestling. Yeah, wrestling, yeah, yeah. there yeah. is. It's all, it's an art. That's what he, that's, that's the thing he used to pride himself on. Like, he'd make the punches look real and he'd make everything look real. I mean, when we were all younger, we thought it was real, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, when I was yeah. a kid, when I was yeah. a kid and I used to watch it, so Jake the Snake, Hogan, and yeah. Sergeant Slaughter, all mm-hmm. those guys were big. And, uh, you know, Jake the Snake would bring his snake out and be biting people. Damien. There'd be blood everywhere oh my and God, shit. Dude. My friends would be like, oh, my God, he's got the snake. They're biting. And I'd be like, guys, I mean, he's not really biting them. Come on, guys. Because <laughs> I'm using, like, common sense. Like, they're not just going to allow a snake to be biting people. But, yeah. you know, my friends were really into it. And they're like, they're wrong. Why is there blood? Dude, but but that's what kids. That's how we look Bro, at it. But that you know? segment was real. Yeah, that, sh- that shit that was real. Was real. Yes. Yeah, that so was they real go blood. Into and it. Stuff. So Jake the Snake. Yeah. Wow. We're probably gonna go off into thirty tangents <laughs> on this podcast. So that's what we do. Please just stay with us. <laughs> yeah. So Jake the Snake talks about it, and he's like, they devenomized the snake, and Macho Man was the one who was pushing. Who Macho was. Man yeah. was like, "Fucking do it, bro. Tie me up in the ropes and let the cobra fucking bite me." And he's like. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, they're in the back. Macho macho he was totally out of his mind. Yeah, on cocaine and whatever other product cocaine was and running around and fucking at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he talks about before it happened, he goes, I want the snake to bite you first. I don't think you devenomize the snake, and I think you're trying to kill me. Damn. Nice. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, all right. And fucking puts a thing on his arm, lets it bite him and shit. And he's like, Okay, brother, let's fucking do it. <laughs> wow. God, dude, oh, these man. guys, just get, you just got to think about, like, what mindset these guys had back then. Brother, tie me up with a Slim Jim, yeah. brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just think about that. <laughs> Go on the road 300 days out of the year. Jesus. You know, I, I, listened to, I listened to The Undertaker talk about that shit on, on the uh, dude, podcast on the- he was on. Yeah. What I the mean, fuck? They, they, gave, they gave up, basically, their whole lives. You went up to them and be like, oh, that shit's fake. Yeah. They'd fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. They'd fuck you up. Oh, like, man. Literally. I have seen video of, oh, what's that guy's name? John Stossel? Getting bitch smacked. Oh, did you show that to yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. seen that. Oh, and then there was the one of the guy that used to be on Law and Order.
Oh, he gets choked Hogan, out by Hulk Hogan. Hogan choked him out and dropped him and busted his fucking head open mm-hmm. and shit. Like, shit. he used to have a talk show, I guess, yeah. like a late night show or something. God, I can't remember was, his fucking name right now, but you're right. You're Hogan's 100%. like, yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name either, but Hogan's like, come here, I just, uh, I'm going to put this little thing on you. And he's out. Him. Dude's like, and Mr. And T Hogan was there with drops him. him. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Mm-hmm. T was there. They're yeah. pushing WrestleMania and shit, busts his fucking head open. <laughs> and he gets up, but he gets up and he's like, oh, oh. he looked like he was having a seizure when he got up. But he was oh, like, he was like, Whoop, that was great. We'll be back right after this. And he's like pulling blood away from his head yeah. and shit. Man. Bro. The show must go on. <laughs> but the funny part about that is, and you've seen those dark side of the rings, yeah, right? Yeah, so the one where the guy who bitch smacked John Stossel, he got fired. Hulk Hogan didn't get fired. Yeah, but Hulk, wow. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan was Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That's why. It's like, that's a fucking big And the name. other dude wasn't him. a big name. And even in the episode, he says, Vince told me to do it and this and that. And then when everything went down, he was like, I never told him to do that. Wow. <laughs> you're not supposed to say Vince told you to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. You're just supposed to say, no, nah, he deserved it. And that's it. And that's funny because that will bring you into the Bret Hart story. So Bret Hart was there for so long in WWE. I guess we were all teenagers at that point, and then WCW started coming up, and Monday Nitro started happening, and then yeah. the NWO Shit and everything big, like this. Yeah. And Vince was like trying to sign Bret Hart to this big contract. WCW is trying to offer him this money, and all this stuff is going on, and he signs Bret Hart to like a 20-year contract, which was like unheard of at that point. Jesus. Wow. This all goes down, and Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels at this point are like the two top guys. The heartbreak kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it gets to a point where WWF was losing so much money and WCW was making so much money yep. that Vince goes up to Brett and he tells him, I cannot afford to pay you anymore. Wow. I need you to leave. I can't honor the contract. And basically, it's him choosing Shawn Michaels over Bret Hart. Yeah. That was the fight, too, right? That's, Shawn Michaels so that's, versus Bret Hart. That's where the setup was. Turns into this thing where he's like, I am going to negotiate your contract for you to go to WCW. And he's like... I don't want to leave. He's like, this is where I want to work. This is where right. I work forever. And he's like, dude, I just can't pay you. It's either you could stay here and I'm going to have you lose to Shawn Michaels like 40 times in a row. Wow. Yeah. And he just doesn't have an answer for it. And he's like, fine, let me negotiate this contract. This whole time, Bret Hart's like the WWF champion. Yeah. So he negotiates the contract with him. And he says, even while he was signing the contract, he called back Vince and he's like, are you sure there's nothing you can do? I was like, no, you got to go. That's it. This is the way we're going. And this is what we got to do. He negotiates like one of the biggest deals in like history for him. And this is called the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah. Yep. And this is like infamous in wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan, this is, is like, Heartbreak Kid from Canada, too. No, he's from Texas. Oh, OK. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is they're supposed to have this big match at the Survivor Series 1997, and they want Shawn Michaels to win the belt from Bret Hart. At this point, Bret Hart has creative control. Disclaimer for anyone else listening to this. They're not really champions. <laughs> they're, yeah, I mean, the, they're predetermined yeah, exactly. matches. They're, yeah. they're just performers, okay? And yeah. Bret Hart refuses to lose the belt. Right. And he says, I'm not going to lose the belt to him. Not in Canada. And the match is in Canada, nonetheless. Montreal, Canada. So it's this big fucking deal to him. He's like, the oh, whole yeah. thing about Bret Hart is like, he's like, I'll fucking lose to him tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw if you want. But I will not do it at this show on this night. <laughs> and so what ends up happening is that they set up the whole match to where his finisher was the sharpshooter. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. so. Uh, Shawn Michaels puts Bret Hart in the sharpshooter, yeah, and he's supposed he? to reverse it. 
Yeah. And put it on him. So instead, Vince McMahon was on the outside of the ring and he had the referee and his, you know, obviously he's his boss. And Shawn Michaels puts a sharpshooter on Bret Hart and he makes him ring the bell right away. Yep. Wow. And he remember, didn't even man. put it on right. No, he it, fucked because, up. Bret yeah, Hart Bret tells Hart him. fixed it <laughs> while he was on the ground being put in it. Mm-hmm. Dude, McMahon is a cunt. He oh, is. Yeah, he dude. Is pretty but I, I mean, so <laughs> just think about this. If he leaves with that belt and goes to your competition on television, what does that say about your product? So it's this whole big deal. I remember me and my brother watching it live and we're like, what the fuck just happened? The Montreal screw job. Doesn't Morgan sound like Kermit the Frog here? The Montreal screw job <laughs> got people to change the channel back over to Monday Night Raw instead of Ex- Monday Night Raw. So that's it changed the whole dynamic, everything because yeah. Vince McMahon, I remember I'd watch it and he'd be the announcer, right? The fucking shittiest announcer ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd always do because he'd do that. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did like people would cover him for the pinfall and he'd go, one, two, three, yes, yes, no, no, he kicked out. Why do they let this guy announce this? He's fucking terrible. And then I remember one day someone tells me, like, he's the owner. I was like, shit, he's the owner of it? And then more and more and more, you know, as we grew up, the internet comes out and you just start to find out the secrets of wrestling and what goes on and this and that. That whole thing created the Vince McMahon character as a bad guy. Oh, so the match ends and you got to tell this part of the story, too. Bret Hart knew he got screwed over. Right. Stands up and he just spits right in Vince McMahon's face. Yeah. In front Damn. of everyone. Like, dude, Good huge, for him. huge old loogie. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was gross. Which is funny because I just told you that story about a kid spitting in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Vince <laughs> McMahon did not exactly. do anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. He didn't kick the shit out of a 12-year-old. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart's mom did not come out with a machete. <laughs> so oh he God. spits in his face. And Bret Hart starts to destroy every monitor at ringside. And he yeah. Start, yeah, he goes like ape shit. And they go backstage. And he's looking for Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's locked up uh, in his office. He goes to his uh, his room. And, and they had, it's, it's so weird, because they had this documentary uh, crew following around Bret Hart at this time for a documentary he was doing. And it just happened to be that everything happened at this time. Yeah. It's called Wrestling with Shadows. Damn. He goes to take a shower, and then Vince McMahon shows up, and Bret Hart just tells him, he's like, if you don't get the fuck out of my locker room, I'm going to knock you out when I come out. And so it's like Shane McMahon, Vince, these two other old school wrestling guys. Bret Hart comes out the shower, and he's like, I came out of there buck naked. And he's like, and I'm thinking to myself in my head, he's like, am I going to punch Vince McMahon buck naked? He's like, no, I'm not going to hit him buck naked. That'd just be an odd story to tell my children. <laughs> there I was, yeah. my dick hanging out. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's like, yeah. just think about that scene in your head. Testicles flying all over the place. Exactly. So he's like, uh, basically, he's putting on his clothes and everything. And he's like, he goes, he says, I'm going to tie my last shoelace. And he's like, this is really going to happen. I'm going to punch him straight in his face. It's so funny. He tells a story. He says it every time. It was a Mike Tyson-like uppercut. And he's like, and I punched him so hard, he flew off his feet. Fell <laughs> <laughs> down to the ground and knocked him out. And he punches him dead in his face. Yeah. Fucking knocks him out. You know, they take him out of the locker room. Vince has a black eye, all this shit. And uh, the next night, Bret Hart shows up on WCW. He was on Nitro, right? yeah. I yeah. remember that. Okay. The week after, Vince shows up on Raw. And this is how they create the whole Vince McMahon character of being a bad guy. And he does the Brett screwed Brett, and he starts to go into this whole thing about how he didn't do anything wrong. 
And this sets up him being a bad guy, sets up Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then it sets up everything for the WWF taking over and WCW just losing everything. Yeah. Yeah, well, it did. to be fair, Vince McMahon's a fucking bad guy in real life, too. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm the guy's, sure he's a yeah. fucking shithead, yeah. Yeah, he's fucked a lot of people over. I have seen, I've, I watched like a documentary about all the disgruntled people and just yeah. the, the way they have to torture their bodies and they don't get paid properly. Like, people think, oh, shit, they make a lot of money, but for what they do... They don't have insurance. They traveled 300 days yeah. a year. I didn't know that. That's That in and of itself is like, you own me. <laughs> you own Which is every we were day of my before. year. Yep. Yeah. That's that's just insane. That they pay for their own uh, travel. This was all old oh, school what? shit. Yeah. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. shit. Back in the day, you used to have to pay for your travel. God. You had no insurance. Just think oh, of you pay for the man. hotels and all that stuff. And and like in your head, you're like, they make so much money. Back then, they weren't really making that much money. Jesus. Now it's totally different. You're you're making some money. You're uh, got insurance now that covers you. They got concussion protocol. If you're a fucking drug addict, like they help you out. They want to take care of you. And it's all because of now everyone just everything's out in the open now. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. He, for a long time, like said he wouldn't come back to the WWF. Sadly enough, he came back. And he fought Vince McMahon at WrestleMania like 26. Oh, shit. Yeah. Who won? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he puts him in the sharpshooter and they ring the bell. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 no shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. The funniest wrestling thing I've seen my brother sent me, it was like a Reddit of someone in the audience yelling, grab his dick and twist. Do the old dick twist. <laughs> he, just, he just keeps repeating it like that's a move. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm not even going to lie. That actually is a move. Oh, shit. Yeah, there, there's a weirdo, yeah, in like independent wrestling that does that move. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even joking with the you old right dick now. The old twist. dick twist. Got him. Maybe that's the match this guy was at. I thought he was just being an asshole, like mm -hmm. drunk, you know? Give the old dick twist. Mm -hmm. So that was, so I remember, like I said, I watched it as a kid with my buddies, and then I kind of fell off from wrestling. And what brought me back into wrestling, hanging out with the people I did in high school, we watched Monday Nitro. We watched WCW. Yeah. The, you know, there was the NWO, Red and Black. There was the, the NWO, Wolfpack. Wolfpack, the Black. Yeah, I mean, uh, Black and White, whatever. So there were a lot of wrestlers that I recognized in WCW and didn't even pay attention to the WWF, what it was at the time. And then when Bret Hart came over, mm -hmm. I didn't even know who he was. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, so, because he was yeah, over there exactly, and, yeah. and I hadn't watched like, it in a few years. Mm -hmm. You know, it'd been a while. So I didn't know who he was, but then the whole story came, and then I found myself flipping back and forth from Nitro to Raw and got, I mean, WWE, when they took the F out and got the E in there, because that's what that was yeah, their that big was their slogan, big like, stand. get the F out. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so once they started uh, taking back over, I mean, it, it shut WCW down quick. It happened over like what a year, maybe two years. Yeah. It happened like that. I it think was they bought it for like two million bucks. And then they bought it. Yep. Yeah. And then they had bucks. the big WCW versus WWE for belts and stuff, yeah. like yeah. title holders, Goldberg, mm -hmm. all that shit. Just think about Booker that. T. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Booker T coming yeah. out. Remember, I, I just remember even being in high school. 
fucking come into school on Tuesday, everyone would be like, did you watch Nitro last yeah. night? Did you see this? Did you see yeah. that? Fucking go to your teacher and hit her with a DX crotch chop and shit. <laughs> You'd be like, suck <laughs> it. You're like, all right, you got fucking four days detention. Motherfucker's worth it because I told her to suck it. <laughs> what uh, What were the matches, and this had to be in the late 80s, the late <laughs> 80s, early 90s, where there was just a shit ton of people in the ring. Was that War Games or, or the Royal Rumble? That's Royal my favorite Rumble. one. Yeah. That's my favorite one now, out of all of them. Maybe I'm misremembering this, but couldn't you go to like Blockbuster and read yeah. the tape? That's yeah, what that's we used what to we do. Would do. Yeah, yeah, my friends were really into it. So mm. I watched those. <laughs> I just never knew any of them because I had my Easy Bake Up in the corner. But yeah, I was making to... them cookies while they were renting yeah. these videos. <laughs> had all my chocolate chip or peanut butter. <laughs> Why is he dressed like a French maid? <laughs> this is the weirdest sleepover ever. <laughs> Bro, that's what I used to do with my friends, though. You'd trade tapes, be like, oh, I got this one, I got this one, I got this. That's so you'd find out about like all yeah. these crazy matches that would go on. And uh, me and my brother, I remember one night we were staying up, it's like 2.30 in the fucking morning, and all of a sudden, this wrestling shit comes on. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's on Madison Square Garden, the channel, because in New York, that's a channel. It's ECW. First oh, time I yeah, saw it. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. And I'm like, what is this? And, dude, they're just beating Because it was way more yeah, extreme. Yeah. So yeah. it was only allowed on at, like, 2.30 in the yeah. goddamn morning, you know, when all the drug addicts are still up and... Wanting to see violence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember? We, we talked about it last week because um, fucking Joseph did an episode on the Juggalos. The so, insane clown posse. Right. Yeah. But do you remember the Japanese matches, the Japanese yeah, death FMW, matches? Or, yeah, that's yeah, what it's called. And, yeah. and I feel like... Um, Cactus Jack was in them. Right. And Cactus Terry Jack. Funk. Yeah. Yep. And uh, didn't Rowdy Roddy Piper fight over there a little bit? Yeah, but I don't think he was involved in that death match scene. He was oh, more okay. in like New Japan pro wrestling and things like that. But I feel like the ICP used to dub over as commentators. Have you ever seen Where, those? ECW? They no, had no, their no, own. The they Japanese had, like, matches. No, no. That's, That's fucking, fucking cool. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know Elon Musk is a self-admitted juggalo? Oh my god! That's, I, that's, I did not know that. That's I didn't I believe it. Yeah. yeah, Joseph told me that, and I'm like, I don't believe you. I gotta look this shit up. But sources he totally fucking is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's your source? <laughs> Elon was the source on this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. If anybody told me that, I wouldn't have believed. It just is yeah. a weird fucking thing. But then again, he's a weird goddamn guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can. I, I told. Uh, I told Morgan. I was like, I, I, I listen to a lot of the Joe Rogan podcast, but his I just can't. You get oh, like oh, the five one with minutes Elon in. Yeah, he's on just it? his. Or he smoked some is, weed. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm fucking. I'm not really. I can't even get to that part. Like it's yeah. just the way he talks and. His demeanor and everything just freaks me the fuck out, man. Yeah. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> He's, He's going to change the fucking world, but, like, I'm not going to watch it. I watched when the Cybertruck came out, and that's about the only thing I've watched of him thoroughly, because you're right, it's... He's got weird awkward. pauses yeah, in his words. Yeah. I think That's he's still about African. Bill Gates. I watched Bill Gates do a speech. Um, he was doing a TED talk or something, and it was it sounded like the most uneducated piece of shit I've ever heard a billionaire do, you know. And yeah. then I found out he is uneducated, actually. Oh, what's the creepy Facebook guy? Oh, why are all of them so creepy? Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. He was yeah. the Mark Zuckerberg. They are, they are all creepy. It's, yeah. It's and the autism. I know, well, he, that guy's a fucking robot. I don't know, care what you tell me. Bill he's Gates, an android. Bill Gates really honed in on the making something 
and then uh, Jobs creating a virus and then creating the cure for it. Yes, thank you for gathering. We wanted to confirm the rumors that Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, and Bill Gates have filed a joint lawsuit against Japtalion and this guy. Thank you for your support, and that's all we have to discuss for the time being. <laughs> I had to throw it in. Dude, have y'all ever... Just in case you didn't know. Have y'all ever heard about the guy that, um, I think I've mentioned this before, that did the McAfee software? He, like, owns that? I think it's uh-huh. McAfee. He was, like, accused of murdering somebody. Like, he bought this property in another country, I think in Central America, and, like, basically made this, like, paradise for himself. Mm -hmm. But that dude, I don't know his name. Y'all should look into it if you haven't heard of it. So he owns an island. I've heard that before. I don't know where. Yeah. yeah. So I have, bringing us back around to wrestling, I have a, um, no? Okay, (laughs) sorry. No, go back to the island. (laughs) We're doing this now. I had a question about the Hart family Mm -hmm. that I don't know. I want to know your opinion on it because Owen Hart, Bret Hart's brother, died after he left and went to WCW. Mm -hmm. He died in the ring. At a at a pay per view oh, event. Oh, that's the dude that fell. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on the WWE Vince McMahon anybody like that having anything to do with that? Was that on purpose? No way. I, I like how you see thought anyone. about yeah, it. Yeah, I had to, but it's like because uh, so, rich so, people do some fucked up yes, stuff, like buy yeah. islands. But, but or, I mean, just think about this. At that point, what did he have to gain from that? Nothing really. I mean, he got rid of the guy he wanted to get rid of. He got rid of the contract he wanted to get rid of, and yeah. they were already pulling ahead at the. How at did that Bret point. Hart feel about it? More than anything, obviously mourning his brother, yeah. you know. But I don't think once he I ever remember. said anything about you know like they did it on purpose. Now were they negligent in what happened? Yes, like they even that he was even proven in court. Oh, okay. I mean, the way they rigged up the system and everything like that. So, so here's one thing: any stunt that any wrestler does, like. Do any of you guys ever remember where they show Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania coming down like a zip line? Yep. I oddly remember that. Yeah, yeah. right. And Sting used to come down out Sting, of the rafters. Exactly. And so, yeah. and specifically in WWE, if anyone does a stunt like that, Vince actually does it first. And they show him doing it before. So there's a video of Vince going down the zip line before Shawn Michaels. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Well. And if, if anything big like coming down from this, Vince would do it. Yeah. To say, hey, I'm going to show you how safe it is. Wow. So Owen Hart did that stunt plenty of times, but they show on that Dark Side of the Ring episode. Have you seen that one for I, Owen Hart? And I haven't watched Owen Hart's. I watched okay, Bret so, Hart's. So watch that one yeah. because they show how badly they rigged up the system that day. What is Dark wow. Side of the Ring? What okay, so that? it's like behind the scenes of it's like... It's on Hulu. These, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah. Oh my so God. it's like behind the scenes of like some of the, uh, the Montreal Screwdrop. That's what it's called. The, Macho Bruiser Man Brody. Randy Savage... Did you see that one, Bruiser Brody? I don't know. Was they, that the guy in, in Puerto they just Rico? fucking kill him. Yeah. People wow. are just like, I watched him get killed. And like. No and then some didn't. people are like, I didn't see anything. That's mm-hmm. not what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it was. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So they go, they do this behind the scenes shit, and they just really say what's going on at that point. Yeah. And they show the lawsuit they brought against WWE, and they show. So basically, he was supposed to come down from the ceiling. That was his gimmick. It's supposed to be like a professional crew who sets up the rigging system on how you come down and they show that like set it up so just negligently and like shitty oh, that the thing popped. He hit the wrong release cable. And the reason he died was actually because he hit the turnbuckle and his head snapped back so quick. Oh shit. And this is like a, during a live pay-per-view. Yep. Ugh. 
Yeah. So thousands of people watch this thing. In person. In but person. then millions of people watch this. No. So that's the thing. They were airing a promo while this happened. Oh. So no one ever saw it on television. Okay. I just remember watching it and being like, something is wrong here. You know how you could tell when something bad's happened <laughs> and people just get people in the audience. Like, yeah. Jerry on there. So Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler's face, pale white. Wow. And they're like, something happened in the ring. <laughs> and like, Owen Hart is dead. But we're going to keep doing the program, so. Yeah, like, guys, I think the audience is a little bummed. Let's uh, pull out the T-shirt, guys. Bring out the divas. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Lita? <laughs> what are you doing back there? <laughs> bring a little... Where's Trish? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking crazy. It's uh, fucking crazy. Man. Yeah, a guy fucking dies. So they asked Bret Hart, like, don't you think your brother should be in the Hall of Fame? And he's like, yeah, but his, his, uh, his wife brought up the lawsuit and everything like that won't mm -hmm. let it happen. She's like, I won't let them ever make another cent off of my husband's name. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's wow. understandable. Which, yeah, it's totally understandable. Yeah, it's yeah. A, not only that. So remember the Hart Foundation? Mm -hmm. Jim Neidhart, Brian Pillman, uh, the British Bulldog, oh. Owen Hart. All those guys are dead except him. Fuck, oh, damn. So it's like, yeah, these dudes were fucking around with drugs and steroids yeah. and all this yeah. shit back then. I mean, most of these guys just fucking died. No I mean, shit. You're on the road 300 days a year. What else are you going to do but drink and do drugs and get fucked yeah. up? Plus the fame. Mm -hmm. And they're like most of them are pretty physically fit, mm -hmm. if not all. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be a fat wrestler somewhere, right? Oh, they're there. Oh, they're there. <laughs> uh, Japanese guys. Yeah. Yeah, Yokozuna. Remember yeah. Him? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some of the uh, Samoan dudes probably too. Yeah. 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 Those guys definitely too. Remember fucking Rikishi? Oh, God, yeah. Fucking shove wow. his butt cheeks in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to fat shame. I'm fat, so I can call people fat. Oh, so he can say it. Oh, it's one of those, it's one of those words. One I, of those I identify <laughs> as fat, so. Oh, I whether I want to or not. <laughs> it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny. We got two guys here who are not white who get labeled as white guys. All the time. Because you, you yeah. get labeled that whether you want to or oh, not. It's, yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Yep. Give a shit, I get the best of both worlds, correct? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd be like, I could pretend to be the white guy if that's what you want me to be. And then when, uh, you know... Someone starts pulling out the race car, and I'm like, well, my parents are from a third world country, so kiss my motherfucking ass, you know? Like, who the fuck do you think yeah. you are, you know? Yeah. Did you yeah. get your white privilege card? No, that's <laughs> one thing I did not receive in the mail. Did I send you guys a picture of that You shit? did. It's a white privilege card. It looks like a credit card, and it says on it... You're telling a serious thing right now? Yeah. Yeah, it's a product they sell or something. Yeah, yeah they're selling it, and people will buy it as, like, a novelty... It's uh, fucking fucked up, man. I'm it's like, kind of messed yeah. up. Like it says white privilege trumps everything or something. And then the numbers on it, like the credit card numbers are 45, 45, 45, 45. Oh, like fuck. Donald I didn't Trump. notice that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, this what the fuck is this? I said, this isn't real. So I click on it and I go and they have a site where they sell that. And then it goes into this description of how anytime you're, you know, running into trouble, just flash this card and <laughs> they can swipe it and you're out of everything. And that. I'm like, great. Now I clicked on it, so now they're going to send me more yeah, of this exactly, shit. Exactly, yeah. I saw a news story where this black kid was selling this permission slip to say the N-word, and they were buying it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, That's, God. That is fucked up. 
but funny. Yeah, it's funny because it was hilarious. Work. Yeah. No, yeah, no you work. get smacked the fuck up for that. But that's exactly what Tyler and fucking. I like it when people are like, ooh, okay. Tyler and Connor. How about oh, that? Oh, sorry. There we go. That's sorry. exactly the type of shit they want to yeah. buy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm so. I'm so sorry. No, I'm sorry. Are we both sorry? <laughs> um, I think I I'm sorry too. Well, people are like, oh, I should be able to say it, and some dudes like, okay, say it. Depending what neighborhood you're in, you may not make it out of there. Yo, life. my ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use the hard R either, because you get fucked up. <laughs> when I sing DMX. I um, replaced that <laughs> word with Legos. He listens to it when he's cooking on his Easy yeah, Bake yeah. Oven. <laughs> easy Bake Oven and DMX. Some Legos that you don't want to try. <laughs> oh, God. See? Uh, Beats a dead horse. See? Yeah. Joseph, it's not just you. Someone new is in the room. Dude, every new oh, person who enters my house and says, can I use the bathroom? I say, yes, but don't pee on the camera. It's I have noticed been 100%. you said that to every female I've ever brought over there. I say it to males, no too. No fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> they catch it because when you say something like that, oh my God, they, they, automatic- the well, yeah. they, on- they automatically go, okay, and then like, Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he says it so nonchalant. The delayed... like, hey, where's your bathroom? It's right there on the left. Don't pee on the camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the delayed reaction. Yeah. 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 I do. I beat a dead horse with comedy. If someone laughs at it, it's like I eat it up. This is the only thing people will laugh at. Yeah. I must repeat it constantly. Yeah. I did a stand up that way where I just told the same joke over and over again. It didn't go well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, why did that make me think of, do you know the way to find out how, if there's a two-way mirror in the room? No. Shut off the lights? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. he's talking about, like, <laughs> perverted shit, and, and I'm thinking about, like, fucking someone setting that up. Apparently, like... All you see yeah. is my face plastered <laughs> behind the mirror. What the fuck is that? Yeah. I told you not to peel the camera. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a there's a lady that does like a tutorial about how to guard yourself when you go to a hotel. She's like, okay, number one, what you're going to do is you're going to go in the room and this is how you really lock the door. You put a chair right here and this will keep you safe if you're in a different country and you're worried about getting attacked. Number two, she shows the mirror thing. I'm like, what the fuck? I get hung up on, um, hmm. we all know that we're all being surveilled 100% of the time. Hmm. What's it matter if some dude down the street or in the next room can see me jacking it? Because somebody's already watching me jack it. <laughs> you know? We don't have privacy don't really That's... anymore. I kind of expect to have privacy in hotel rooms. Maybe I'm delusional. But, but... you don't, because you got your cell phone, you got your uh, smartphone with you. You're being monitored. They might hear the noise, but it's on a table pointed up most of the time. I'm not like carrying my camera around while I'm banging my wife. <laughs> but somebody's somebody's witness to it. I mean, I carry Morgan's camera oh, around because he's got a weird kink, but not my camera. <laughs> Is it weird? <laughs> Did you see the one? I might have been on Hulu where a guy owned a hotel in the U.S. I know exactly what you're going to was And was supposedly spying on people the whole time. There was like areas behind the walls he could w- walk through. There was like places above the ceiling. And he they had these uh, extensive interviews with him where he talked about like all the fucked up shit he saw, like murders and shit. Yeah. Holy shit. I can't think of the name of the documentary, but it was it was disturbing. 
Well, <laughs> that's I saw something like that where this girl is talking. And she's like, something was weird about the mirror at the place she was staying. Yeah. And it's, you know, one of the medicine cabinet mirrors where it's like first the mirror and then you can open it and oh, store yeah. stuff. She's like, but she felt like a draft coming from behind it. She opens the thing and it goes to like an entirely different part. Like you can climb through it. Holy shit. So then she finds out about this lady who was staying there just randomly disappeared. Oh, God. The guy like came in through oh, the fucking shit. mirror, got her, took her back through there and killed her. Wow. And it's like, Damn. what the fuck, man? This, wow. wow, that's kind of interesting. That's Yeah, it's, that's some creepy shit. Because yeah. mirrors are like supposed to be like a portal. Yeah, well, yeah, if you stuff. think about it, yeah. You're really tickling Poker just as yeah. 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 like, so in a, Yeah, in a way, it's... A portal yeah, for a demon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Layers. Layers. Dude, I used to watch um WWF, I guess, because most of the stuff you were talking about yeah, is like after I quit watching wrestling. Mm -hmm. My favorite parts were not really the wrestling, but the rants before they do a match or after oh, the they interview. do a match. Yeah, the promo. And then the uh Rowdy Roddy Piper had like a talk show where he would like Piper's beat somebody's pit. ass every episode. Uh beat up uh what was it, Morton Downey Jr.? Yeah, no, back just... in the day, the guy would smoke cigarettes and he had his own talk show and shit. Yeah, he like whoever hit him was on, he would just fucking beat him down. Yeah, he hit Jimmy <laughs> Snooker with a coconut in the head. <laughs> Super That's like the claim. Jimmy yeah, Snooker. that's the claim to fame right there. <laughs> oh man, we've got to come correct with the commercial for this episode. This has a great potential for a commercial. <laughs> Do you have any matches coming up or anything? Oh, oh, I won man. the silver medal. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I made oh, it to shit. the finals. So I made it oh, to the badass. finals. That was a big uh, one. Yeah, three weeks ago. Uh, was it three? About two, three weeks ago? Yeah, I made it what? to the finals in that tournament. Oh, That's what kind of awesome. what uh, kind Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, so I made it to the finals, and uh, oh, this is going to sound terrible. But uh, <laughs> so I fought this guy, and uh, he catches me in an arm bar, and I'm like, okay, I know I could get out of this. But, like, if he cranks this shit, he could break my fucking arm. I have to go to work Monday. <laughs> you could go to work with a broken arm. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm just like, oh, man, I can't even take a chance in this. Because it's like when you're in the oh, gym with, yeah, so yeah, so that's why, yeah, I tapped out. And I regretted it afterwards. So when I'm in the gym, I know these guys are not going to break my arm. This yeah. motherfucker, I don't, I don't know him. Right. But, yeah, so my next one is June 13th in Atlanta. When are they going to start letting people come? Uh, June 13th in Atlanta? I don't know. I don't hey, know does yet. that change the dynamic? Like not having people in yeah. the audience uh, watching? No, because you're allowed to have your your teammates if they're competing and your coach. Like, okay, so, so I'll you have an audience. Here you go. I'll tell you a fucking good story right here. So I get to the place and it's in Charleston. And my coach just literally won the gold medal. With a broken freaking neck. Yeah, oh my God, I wish I could tell that <laughs> story. That'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> so he, uh, he comes up to me and he's like, Hermano, that dude you're going to fight, that's from our rival gym. I don't like his coach. You have to kill that motherfucker. First match. Okay. And I'm like, well, that's great. I mean, yeah. Thank you for no putting pressure. that enormous amount of pressure on me. And he's like, and if you don't kill him, you can't come back to the fucking gym. <laughs> he wasn't joking. He wow. was not joking. <laughs> so, uh, this is my first, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my first major, major tournament yeah. and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? So we get to this match, right? They get you in this little like area. They weigh you in and shit like that right before. And I turn, I look to my left, and there's my coach again. He's like, what did I tell you? <laughs> Just staring at me. He's like, you better kill this motherfucker. I'm like, I get it. I got to kill him. I'm good. 
And then uh, I turn on looking again, and there he is again. <laughs> I'm just like, I get, yeah, I know, I know, I got to kill him, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I see the kid who I'm going to fight. He looks really nervous. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> and then like, we're like five minutes before we start, and they're like saying his name. And then they're like, dude, you didn't even weigh in yet. And I'm like, done. <laughs> right there I knew that he was so nervous that he forgot to weigh in. So I get in the match, and uh, we start it, and then uh, my coach is, like, right there screaming, top of his fucking lungs. He's like, take him out. Come on, Lafiba. And I finished him in, like, a minute and a half. Nice. You finished with the old yeah. dick twist? No, yeah. <laughs> exactly what it was. Someone from the crowd yelled it out, and I performed it, and uh, that was it. He finished it. I no. got to do it now, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they asked. I actually predicted the move I would finish him with. Oh, shit. Oh, that's yeah. nice. And oh, I, yeah. I, I did it like two weeks before that. Which it's called an Ezekiel choke, all right? So basically, like the blade of my hand goes right into his neck. Oh, so nice. It's like a vice. Hell yeah. When you hear someone going, it's yeah. fucking over. Nice kid. Nice. I felt bad for him afterwards because he was coughing like crazy. <laughs> oh. you know I mean, because <laughs> I, I know, put I've, every yeah. bit of energy I had into that one move because I was like, you're fucking going to sleep. I don't care what I have to do. And then I did the ill shit afterwards. He tapped out, and then I just looked at my coach, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. And that was called the Ezekiel? Ezekiel choke. Yep, and I do it on a consistent basis at the gym all the time. So You're always yeah. fucking them up. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. I made it to finals, lost my arm bar, because I care about uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> you care about your arm. All right. You got a match coming up, Morgan? Okay. Eric, right. Eric you got a match coming up? Dude, I would, they would look at me and I'd be like, my back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I do. I can't work for a year. My back hurts right now. I'm not doing anything. It's over. I might have a match coming up. There won't be riffs. Sorry. Oh. That's random. And that's our show. <laughs> All right. Thanks for Maybe we should by. talk about this later yeah. after the show. Yeah. I want to go so I can hang out in the back and yell, give him the old dick twist. <laughs> You're going to uh, put him in the Boston Crab? <laughs> <laughs> it does hurt. Trust me. Yeah. Well, I guess that's our show. Yeah. Finish it. Feel pretty good about what we accomplished here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was interesting. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to go home and... Uh, Hit the razor's edge on some <laughs> random kid in my neighborhood. Yeah. Okay, so uh, have a good evening. Have a good morning. Or whatever time of day you're listening to this garbage. You might be in Pacific time, which is three hours behind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, for listening. And thanks, Lafitte, for being here. Oh, yeah, it was a pleasure. <laughs>